Hello, amazing business owners. Welcome back to another episode of Business Straight Up, the podcast for creative business owners who want to actually make a living doing what they love to do. I am excited for you to meet today's guest. She is a social media rock star. Her name is Karen Rich, and she went from being a media advertising executive and ad agency principal to running her own business, helping people harness the power of social media. Now, so many people think that I hate social media because I talk about email marketing so much and really nothing could be further from the truth. I just want people to understand that we can't necessarily rely on just one marketing strategy. There are so many pieces that go into successful marketing in this giant umbrella that we know of when it comes to marketing our businesses. And social media is an amazing opportunity. I think that we absolutely should be present in the social channels where we know that our ideal clients like to hang out, right? I just want to make sure everyone understands that that's not the only place that you can reach your clients. And Karen and I will actually talk about that, how social media fits into a bigger overall business goal. I have issues with Instagram. I have been learning with Jasmine Starr and Karen Rich and all of these amazing ladies because I just didn't really know how to use it. So we're going to talk about Instagram, how to measure these metrics and the things that we can really look for to see if they're working. And then one thing that I really wanted to hit is Facebook ads. How does this all work? Not just Facebook, but Instagram. And Karen and I talk about the needs and the things that you need to have in place before you start running these ads. So today's episode is absolutely amazing. I can't wait for you to listen in. And before I go too much further, I do want to give you a little special note. This episode was recorded at the beginning of 2020, and then the whole world went to chaos. So you will hear some references from an earlier time, but I want you to know that all of this information is absolutely relevant and Karen is amazing. Thanks for pressing play today. Have me in your earbuds. And if you wouldn't mind, if you are someone that loves to help other people, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Those reviews mean so much to us. It helps me know how I can better serve you, what skills you need help with, and it also helps us get amazing guests like Miss Karen. So let's dive in and talk social media. Hey, hey there, awesome people. I am Brooke Summer, and you are listening to Business Straight Up, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs to learn, connect, grow, and build the business and life that they dream of. Welcome. Let's get going and dive right in. Hello, hello, amazing business owners. Welcome back to another episode of Business Straight Up. I am excited to introduce you to a social media rock star. (laughs) Her name is Karen Rich, and she is a former media advertising executive turned ad agency principal who now brings her digital and social media strategies online. Karen is pretty much a virtual social media agency in your back pocket through Rich Marketing. She is just a rock star. I know anytime I have social media questions, I can ask her. So welcome, Karen. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I am happy to have you. And we are going to kind of dive into, it's so funny. I've been kind of revamping Instagram stuff myself. So I got questions for you. (laughs) All righty. First, I want to know a little bit about your journey. Where have you been? What have you been doing that has brought you to where you are now? What background do you have? Anything you want to share? Yeah. So I started my career on the media side. We'll call it traditional media now, about 25 years ago, (laughs) uh, primarily on the TV side. And so worked in corporate media for several, several years and eventually uh, even led the business development department in Tribune Broadcasting. 
Wow. And so worked with a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs on media advertising or a number of TV properties, as well as digital and social media as it began to come into the realm of all the media offered for businesses and entrepreneurs really to advertise in. And then, of course, family came along and my husband and I, who we actually own Rich Marketing together, uh, so about 15 years ago started Rich Marketing and as an advertising agency, primarily uh, buying paid media and really saw the emergence and the opportunity of social media becoming more and more valuable in client media plans. And, you know, a lot of times we would have clients come to us and say, hey, I want to buy social media ads. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, okay, great. Uh, would go directly to their accounts and go, hold up. We've got to get a whole bunch of things fixed before we start diving into that. And so we really consider the organic and the social media business account side of just as important as your paid of your social media accounts. Because if it's not set up and optimized correctly from the very beginning, and if there's not organic, good content flowing through, when you're doing your paid advertising, you know, to tell you the truth, most of the clicks on your paid advertising go back to the account that is actually advertising. Uh -huh. So if your audience is going back there or your target market is going back to an account that is basically non-existent, has nothing posted for the last <laughs> two, three months, you know, it isn't valuable to what they need. They're probably just going to keep flying by. Yes. I'm feeling a little personally targeted right now. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's so important. And so many of us just think that we can slap up Facebook ads, right? Yes. Yes. Unfortunately, because you'll see a lot of them flow through your feeds and kind of wonder why am I getting this ad when they aren't even really up to snuff on their own social media. So we really help clients kind of make sure that we first do that and so that's why we now kind of have taken this online because there's so many business owners and entrepreneurs out there who really just need kind of that extra help, the accountability to really make sure that, that they are making their organic content as important as their paid content. Yes. That's really, really hard for some of us though. <laughs> But it is so important. And I am starting to personally see the benefits specifically with Instagram. And so I'm starting to really look at that and measure that more. So as you know, I work primarily with creatives and photographers. And when it comes to creative work, showing our work is a huge part of what we do online because that's our art, right? That's what we do. That's what we sell. But so many of us just kind of slap up a social media account and have really no idea how to use it strategically. What would be someone's first step to start to set up a strategy when it comes to social media marketing? Well, yes. And, you know, I have to say that your audience is so lucky that they get to be creative and have so much creative content that they actually basically have in their hip pockets already to post. So the key is once you've identified your ideal audience, and I know a lot of people go through that. We also do that with our clients as well. But really then you take the next step, which is what buckets do I want to make sure that I'm really hitting in terms of making sure that my content is hitting those buckets so then it drives my ideal audience to actually do the actions that I want them to take? And I think what also happens a lot is account owners, business account owners get in the habit of just constantly putting, you know, kind of their promotional content out for everyone to see. And again, photographers and your audience have an absolute capability of being able to maybe take advantage of a different content that they really are photographing every single day. But to take a step back for a second in terms of the buckets that we really like to make sure that when they're focusing on posting, we call it the consideration, connection, and customer bucket. And that is specific types of engagement posts that they're really doing and posting that, again, get back to their business goals. So 
if let's say your goals are more in terms of your general marketing and you're just driving traffic to your website, that would be more of a consideration type post. If you're more growing your account engagement, a community on social media, or really just to generate leads, that would be more of a connection type post. And then it's your promotions. Here's what I do. You know, here's what I can do for you. Your more sales type posts. Those are more what we call customer, but really your conversion type posts where you're actually then directing people to create a sale. So, or a certain, you know, a service-based sale. And that I think can be even more difficult for creatives because I know for myself, like I just want to put my work up. Like that's it. <laughs> and it doesn't really work that way, right? Because people want to see more about you and who you are and what you stand for and what you love and what you maybe don't like. And all of these things that were like, that's boring. I don't lead a very exciting life, but it's not true. People want to know those things. Yes. And you know, I want to say it's simple, but it's not because I think that everyone forgets that they really need to get to the heart of an engagement type post. But posts that are really showing, you know, behind the scenes, maybe there's some engagement that you can do that's more of a close-up type shot where it might be playing around with, you know, what am I doing today? What am I photographing today? Different things that really kind of bring authenticity to your audience, but also create engagement. So then your audience is actually engaging more with your content. And even though your content is really, if you think about it, you're ultimately, especially as a photographer, your content is what you're actually selling, right? It's your service. Yes. So you have to show that, right? But if you can show it in different ways that get to more engagement type posts, then it gets past, it gets deeper into, or really past, I should say, here's what I'm selling. Here's my service. Here are my gorgeous photographs. It gets more to, here's some things that, that really get into the heart of why I do what I do, how I do it. And then that leads more toward how I can do that for you. Other ideas for photographers specifically could be also some content and maybe it's once a week or once every other week where you post, you know, here are my top tips on how to get ready for a shoot. And then you can even maybe narrow that down into other tip type of categories in terms of makeup, hair, clothing, or let's say specific individual shoots. If it's more family type photography, how you get the kids ready, <laughs> your, uh, you know, how you get everyone comfortable, how you create an an inviting, you know, scene and kind of make everyone really maybe a little bit more candid and comfortable and authentic more than a stage scene. I mean, these are tips that if you think about it, every single week, really, you could possibly go and plug that through your social media. And then as your ideal audience and those that are checking you out to see if they want to hire you, then actually see that you're not only offering your gorgeous photography and photographs for them, but that you're also actually really generating some true tips that they can use where that could be the determining factor of why they choose you over someone else. It's things like that, that you really get into the heart of what do you specifically do? You know, what do you tell your clients to do every time you do a shoot? Take some of that and actually use that socially. It's okay. You can share your tips on how to get ready, even though, yes, you probably do put that into your photography packages, but you can still share that information just so then you can see and really pull in some additional clientele who may really think that that's great because a lot of people just simply forget to do that or simply just don't do it. Yes. I actually really, really love that suggestion because I am a web girl. So I teach web strategy and websites and all good things. And I have literally years of tips and blog mm -hmm. posts and stuff, and it has never even dawned on me. Would you just do like one tip per post or how does that work? Oh, absolutely. I mean, just take one little thing and create a post out of that. Do it once a week throughout the year 
And you could even probably within an hour or so go and fill an entire year's worth of weekly posts on just that one tip of how maybe you'd get ready for a shoot or for example, how you, you know, here's little tips of how you put together websites, you know, for photographers. It's those types of just the little tips alone are those little drivers that just really make you stand out from your competition on social media. And another thing, if you want to develop that even more, take a look at, and in fact, I mean, I even do that with social media. I am constantly asked questions, kind of one-off questions all the time. Well, how do I do this? And what is this? And, you know, hey, I had this question the other day. And so I thought I would just shoot Karen a message and ask, (laughs) use the experiences that you are in right now for tips coming up as well. So let's say maybe you have kind of your standard tips that you do once a week, but then maybe you have additional things that have come about that you can post about in the weeks coming. For example, if you had a shoot with a family and maybe there was a special needs child in the family, well, how did you work with that family to do that? And what tips could you offer for future families that you might work with and on how to prepare for a shoot in that instance. So, I mean, there's, you know, so think of each shoot that you do as taking another instance, another, it's, I mean, it is kind of a behind the scenes type engagement post, how you dealt with a situation or how you improved a situation and then actually share that in an upcoming post, you know, in the instant type of situational things that you are working with currently for future content too. I absolutely love that. I just wrote down a little note to uh, talk with my team about that because literally I have a welcome packet for my photography clients. It's 54 pages mm-hmm. and we could just take like one little snippet out of that. Oh my gosh. And I would say if that's 54 pages, I bet you have at least 52 tips in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a year. Ah, there There's a year amazing. with a post. <laughs> That's amazing. So everyone just listening, that is like worth it by itself. So big tip for everyone, because we've all created this content, right? Especially for our websites and, and what to wear and client packets and all that stuff. And it could also be an amazing opportunity. So I teach a lot of email marketing and web strategy because social media is not owned. It's an amazing opportunity, but it should be an opportunity to get them to go to the next step, right? To go to the next step in whatever process you have. And so what an amazing opportunity to share one tip and say, if you'd like to see more, head here. Of course, always. And, and, you know, the greatest thing that we can use social media for is that no like trust factor. Yes. It constantly the Again, you know, here's what I'm about. Here's what I do. Here's why I do it. Here's a little bit of how to do it. Now let me teach you more. And then, yeah, that's where really then you do need to pull them off of social media and make them go to where you want them to go, which typically is website. Yes. Pixel them to retarget eventually (laughs) with ads Or then of course to, for them, if there's additional content that they want from you, because now there is a no like trust factor there, then they actually go and grab your information. That's amazing. I absolutely love that. Fabulous, fabulous tip. Today's episode is brought to you by the new and improved mentoring program with Business Straight Up. If you are struggling with something specific in your business and you need help that is personalized, I am excited to announce that I have officially added mentoring one-on-one back into my business. So what the heck is mentoring? Well, the nice part is that it's custom based on you and your needs for your business. I can help you with marketing or sales or branding and so many aspects of running a business. Mentoring is really part education, part accountability, and part inspiration. I want you to walk away from a mentoring session with me, feeling on top of things, with clarity on where you want to go and how to get there and the steps to take to actually make it happen. If coaching or mentoring is something that you have been thinking about, it is time to get some details to see if we're a good fit. Go to businessstraightup.com slash mentoring to learn more and reach out so that we can start working together. 
I can't wait to see where you go in your business in 2021. So thinking of goals and like moving someone to the next step in the process to work with you, I know that I have some students that are like, I don't even know what that should look like. What are some of the common goals that you see for business owners? Like we talked about going to the website. What are some others that you've seen business owners set up as a goal for themselves when it comes to their social media accounts? First of all, and we primarily consult on Facebook and Instagram. Now, of course, the reason why we're primarily on Facebook and Instagram or really in our world, it's really Facebook for business because- yes. As hopefully most people know, Facebook and Instagram are tied together, especially when your business accounts are tied together and they can be tied together. So you can get not only your insights on both accounts through the Facebook for business platform, but also you can do your creative and your scheduling (laughs) through Creator Studio, where not only your Facebook, but also your Instagram creative will cycle through there. And then you can go back and see how all of those posts uh, actually did with your ideal audience. So I always like to make sure that everyone knows that. Another reason why we focus on Facebook and Instagram primarily is because every single day there's over 3 billion users on the platforms and they all are spending at least two hours a day. So when we're talking media usage, that's kind of your low hanging fruit. So that's why we, we focus on those platforms first. Now, in terms of how do we make sure that people are actually doing the actions that we want them to do? So what you really want to do first is make sure that you've set your business goals to your social media goals. And, you know, I always say, well, of course, everybody wants everyone to do everything. They want to grow their marketing organically and they want to drive traffic to the website and they want to grow engagement and they want to drive sales off of social media. (laughs) But, you know, like I also say, it's, about progress, not perfection. If your social media accounts are, and you just literally are are not satisfied with your engagement, and that can be any range of engagement too. You could have a great engagement or a lot of likes, but no one's commenting or sharing or sending your posts on Instagram or DMing you. I mean, there's, you know, there's a, a number of different things that you can kind of gauge in there. So it really is more about what drives more business to you And then you use social media to do that. For example, if you know that your website generates leads automatically and those leads turn into sales for you, then sending people to your website is your primary goal. Mm -hmm. If DMing with people is the primary way you generate sales, then direct messages is really your goal, your business goal in that. So you really have to first narrow down what that is. Okay. That totally makes sense. I, I'm sorry for my little what in the middle there. I didn't even know you could see Instagram <laughs> insights on Facebook. I was like, what? Yeah. Let's just go back to that first. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. I'm like so, uh, jaw on the floor over here learning. <laughs> back to insights. Okay. Mm-hmm. The First thing, and if you don't have your Instagram business account, now it's only on if you have your Instagram account changed to a business account, you can pull it into Facebook and then you can see everything there. Does but creator if, count if, for that too? Um, you know what? I do believe that creator does okay. as well. Yes, it's business and creator. But if you don't, it's fine. But I will just tell you on Instagram as a personal account, you're not going to be able to see insights no matter what. So either way, even if you're just on direct to platform, on Instagram and on Facebook. Either way, go to your insights tab. And that's kind of where you can begin to see some of these things again. And I talk about the buckets, consideration, connection, customer. So your consideration type of social media metrics that you can see under insights, both on Facebook and Instagram are reach impressions, website, clicks, profile visits, and video views, okay? So it's really more your engagement type bucket of metrics. Again, if you are trying to drive website link clicks, then you more want to focus on a more consideration type of actions uh, that meet your those exact same business goals, right? Mm-hmm. 
than on the bucket of connection. Those would be more actual engagements on your posts, link clicks or actions off of your posts. You know, on Facebook, sometimes you can, on actual posts on your Facebook page, you can have messenger on there. So that would be an action that they would actually take on a post. Mm -hmm. Link clicks means it's anything that's clicked on that post. If it's see more, so it drops down your caption more, or if it's play on a video, or if it's clicking over to another page because you put a, a URL link in the post, it's things like that. Connection also is your followers and your likes on your account, Instagram account and Facebook page. Direct messages, and then leads. And of course there are, and that's more literally obtaining leads directly off of a post. So if you post about a service you offer and that directs straight back to a lead form, that's where that would fall. So again, that would be, if those are your goals then you're kind of more looking at that direct connection bucket. And then of course, you know, to really convert or really create a content that is directly converting, then you're looking more at conversions, orders off of social media. And here's kind of maybe another aha moment for a lot of people, but you can actually put services as products on your Facebook business manager under catalog. And then again, if you have your Facebook and Instagram accounts connected, you can fold those into your products on Instagram and actually incorporate those into your posts. So, wow. so Facebook, and I say Facebook as in the capitalized Facebook for business, not mm -hmm. Facebook page, but Facebook will actually track orders off of posts that you've made as, and then of course as sales as well. So again, that is actually going and building out your service based products in your catalog on Facebook having your Instagram and Facebook accounts connected and then actually being able to add those into your posts. Wow. Can you do that on Instagram too? Like yes. Have people ordered? Yeah. It's actually being used more on Instagram right now than it is on Facebook for business. You'll see a lot of the brands do that. So if you go and you look at some of the big brands that you love, it's a little bit more on the e-commerce side. Mm-hmm or if it's actual product-based business, but for service-based business, you can do it too. So, I mean, it's kind of like a world of opportunity out there, really. But again, you still need to make sure that you are only about 20% of sales promotional posts versus 80% of really that consideration connection type posts. Mm -hmm. Still keep that in mind. Of course, your goal is to ultimately drive sales through social media, right? But you're only going to do that if you gain or you build that no like trust, which is really consideration, connection, and then eventually you'll convert them to a customer or a client. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I didn't know you could do that. I saw yeah. the, is that where you, when you see something in an ad and it says buy now? Uh, yeah. So yes, in an ad, however, in a post. So for example, I'll just throw an account out there that I know is doing this. I, Katie Waltman is a little boutique that I absolutely love. And they actually just started doing this. And so what they'll do is they will post on Instagram, a collection of their jewelry or their new line. And then they actually can go and pull that product uh, button in to their account and you can click on it and it will literally go directly to that product on their website to purchase. That so is crazy. If, if you think about it for service-based businesses, you can go and build out your product in the catalog, your services, and then mm -hmm. pull those into an Instagram post. So think of it as, let's say you're a photographer and you do a number of different type of sessions you mm -hmm. can show an example of a certain session and then actually pull that catalog product in and then, you know, people can click on it. And that's just a post. That's an organic post. It's not a paid ad. Wow. That is amazing. I had no idea. My page is filled already with notes <laughs> and we're not even done. We've talked a little bit about Instagram and you and I have talked previously about my Instagram issues. It is just not my strength, but I'm working on it and I will get better. Yeah. 
And I measure my business metrics every week because like just real talk, what gets measured gets managed. Uh And this one just kind of stumps me. So I know what to measure on Pinterest. I know what to measure on Facebook. It's just not my favorite platform on Instagram. And I recognize that it's important, especially for a photographer. So I'm curious what metrics can we be actively measuring to watch growth or so that we know when we need to pivot if necessary? And I know we talked about consideration, connection, and customer, but is there one metric? Like I always look at followers just because I didn't know what else to look at. So what specifically would I be like, this is what I want to follow and make sure that we really get good at? Yeah. The big word in 2020 now is engagement. Mm -hmm. And to tell you the truth that even though like a follower on your Instagram account or even your business page is really kind of falls under that same bucket as an engagement, engagements are really where we're going as many are beginning to hear Facebook is starting to hide the follower and like counts Mm -hmm. on Facebook and Instagram and other countries. In fact, I believe they're already rolling it out for Instagram in the U S who cares about followers anymore. It's all about the engagement on your organic posts. And to tell you the truth under insights, On Instagram, you can see the engagements, including the audience type of who's engaging with your posts. I'm talking demographics. What does your audience look like on that post that did the best? Mm -hmm. Then if you're doing a variety of posts, which is why I always, you know, kind of suggest, and it's part of the strategy that we kind of walk people through is do a number of different engagement posts, see which five work the best there, and then focus on those five and see if you can stretch those into other things. Look again that week or that month, which five did best that month and then continue going. And it's also because it falls under that connection bucket, which is kind of right in the middle of actually converting over to Mm -hmm. a customer, but it's not necessarily truly the cold, you know, cold brand new audience coming in. But it really is engagement that you need to be doing. You're engaging with new people that have already come in, but you're also engaging with your existing audience as well. And so understanding which posts work best for your existing and new ideal audience is really where we're going. So what would be an example then of an engagement post? Well, in your field or line of business, I Mm -hmm. would say it would be, I mean, really what would intrigue me, I think the most just from outside observation would be, what are you doing behind the scenes? What tips can you give me? It's those types of posts are your engagement posts. So all of that content, content that you just talked about that you had, that is engagement. There's ways that you can take tips and then offer tips, which then maybe you ask a question off of that of what questions does this or do you have for me to cover next week or something like that. And so then that generates more engagement on that post because people are actually asking and talking in the comments on those posts. So it's anything that really, and you know, there are a number of different posts that we look into in terms of the strategy, but it's, you know, behind the scenes, ask for advice from those who think they know what type of advice that you should be giving or what advice they would want to receive in terms of before a shoot on your website side, it would be, what are the best photos I should be posting on my homepage or in my hero banner or that I should be showcasing in my packages, things like that. So it's really getting into the asking for feedback, asking for questions, asking for things that they need, and then making sure that you respond back to that with your knowledge. So if you have asked these questions and you don't have people responding, is there something you can do to kind of start that ball rolling? The things that we have seen that business accounts can do to generate additional engagement on those posts when you are asking questions and nobody is asking 
a lot of people think that you need to do this on personal accounts, but you can actually go out with your business accounts and generate engagement on those. It's, it's, I think it's a little bit easier on Instagram than it is on Facebook. But one of the things that we've found that works really well is to be a member of groups uh, using your business page as a part of the member of the group, because more people will end up going back into your page and actually seeing your engagement posts where you actually have asked questions and then where, or maybe you see something in a group that where there were a bunch of questions that people needed or had or needed responses to, and you can private message people in that group with your page and actually say, Hey, I just addressed this on my page. Why don't you check it out and send them to the post on Instagram, same thing. But again, I think people can use their business accounts a little bit more organically than you can with Facebook. Obviously just going, reaching out, you know, I always say that we do a lot of media kind of on the surface by the posts that we do, but you should also be reaching out and really having that two-way communication with people on social media because what a coincidence, but we're trying to be social. <laughs> right. You can use your business <laughs> account to do that as well. So that means with your business account, you also need to reach out. You need to be doing outward engagement with people as well. So those who are ideal audiences, and we break those into whether they're hashtag buckets that you know house your ideal audiences, but you actually reach out to those folks with using your business account and commenting where they are, commenting on their social profiles as well, which get them back to your profile or your business account too. So in other words, they come back or again, you could address, hey, I just actually addressed that question that you just asked about on my feed, you should check it out, things like that. I always say, make sure that your feeds are filled with valuable information that your audiences want, but your business account should also be doing that two-way social communication as well. And so you use your business accounts just the same way you do your personal accounts when you're engaging socially. Yes. Oh, that Take makes five so minutes a day. Sense. Take five minutes a day and do that with your business accounts and you'll see growth as well. That's really hard for me. I just don't like to spend a ton of time looking at my phone, <laughs> but I know I need to. It's so important. You probably hear or read all the time on podcasts and courses, various communities that you need to do certain things or have specific processes in place to help with your business. Whether it's lead follow-up, email templates, or workflow, all of this can be so overwhelming, right? Especially when you don't know where to start. I have spent 15 years creating processes that are repeatable for my own business. And last year, I finally launched my online shop where my email templates, workflows, and questionnaires are all available for purchase. And just for my amazing podcast listeners, I have a special code available for you for 10% off of any product on the shop. Just head over to shopwithbrook.com. Don't forget the E on the end of my name and use the code BSU podcast, like business straight up podcast to get 10% off of any product, anything on the shop. Don't let overwhelm or all of the shoulds take precious hours of your time that you could spend with your family or doing what you really love. Check out the templates and pre-done systems that you can copy and paste and implement at shopwithbrook.com to start rocking your marketing and your business today. Actually, I wrote something down and if I don't ask now, I'm going to forget. I was recently told to change one of my Instagram accounts to business. So I went into the settings and I was like, oh, look, there's business and creator. Well, I'm a creator. And so I chose creator. But what's the difference between the two? Is there one that works better than the other? I've been Googling this and I cannot find any definitive answers. Yeah. And it's because the creator accounts are newer. Now, I would say that it's a new category that Facebook, as in uppercase letters, Facebook <laughs> business has out there a creator account. It is for creators. So you just knowing kind of what's going on in the world of media. I mean, think about all of the creatives out there that are constantly publishing information. So we're mm -hmm. talking videos and watch that then show up through Facebook watch or IGTV that's a creator type account. 
business accounts, especially if you want to use them to sell or sell through to be able to, to gauge your metrics on that actually would be more suited to be a business account. Okay. Creator is creator as in I am creating to eventually accept advertising in my creations and produce revenue that way versus business would be to actually sell a service or a product through that account and track it that way. One of those things that are new, and it is a little bit confusing because in the world of media, creator means like a producer, a director of a show. You are though too through podcasts. And I could see actually those merging as well. You know, Facebook and Instagram right now are big on video, but you know, obviously podcasts are booming Mm -hmm. right now. So that's another creator area. In your case, it really depends on what you want to gauge your primary metrics on. Interesting. This is so freaking valuable. I love this. So what are some things that we can look for on our social media accounts to make sure they're set up correct and optimized for growth? Yes. Well, there are a number of different things and we called our social fix to make sure that all of the things are actually uh, boxes checked and you really have everything set up. You know, the really to make sure that kind of the first, I guess, five things are done that are really the top priority, obviously to make sure that your Facebook page and your Instagram account handles match and that they make sense to what you are or what your brand is. Because if people can't find you based on your business name or your name, if your Mm -hmm. name is your business name, then it's going to be kind of hard to find you. Just like a business name, you need to make sure that you're recognizable and you need to do that on social media. And those matching are key because they perform better when they're matched and then when those two accounts are connected. The next thing that we focus on Facebook is that your business information is up to date as possible as well as your head banner Uh, is really states what your business is about. And then on Instagram, same thing with your bio. Uh, your profile picture is matches your business or your name, if you know, or, or you, if that, if you are the name of your business and that your bio makes sense as well. And of course, directs everyone back to the same website. When you have your Facebook and Instagram accounts combined, when you have those uh, crossed, one thing you definitely want to make sure is that you're sending everyone to the same website uh, URL. And I know that we actually touched on this in a group actually several months ago when I realized that something was going a little funny on one of our accounts. So your Instagram account needs to direct to the same URL as your Facebook business page. And the reason why that is, is because Facebook is sitting there going, well, I have one account that's pointing this direction. I have another account that's pointing this direction. And if they are not going to the same URL, Facebook will actually flag your accounts and potentially put those accounts in jeopardy or otherwise known as jail sometimes, which I know that place very well likes to do. (laughs) So you want to make sure, and I know then people go, well, wait, I have, you know, this service is going there and this service is going there. Well, one of the things you can do is just simply create a landing page that everyone from your Facebook business page and your Instagram business account should land to first. So then that URL is exactly the same. Now it doesn't have to be, you know, if you do have a special promotion or special something for Instagram specific and Facebook specific, as long as it's the front of the URL, obviously if it's a landing page on the URL, it's fine, but just make sure that it's not abc.com on Instagram and xyz on, you know, .com on, on Facebook. Yes. And kind of an important note on that as well is I always teach my students to make a dedicated landing page so that you can track the traffic. Because if you just have everyone going to the same homepage on your website, then you have no idea where those people are coming from unless you're really good at looking at your analytics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then there's Google Analytics, but that's for a whole other conversation. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's interesting. Just even doing those things, which I hope that 
those who are listening are like, oh, you know, that at least some in your audience that are listening are like, no problem, I've got it done. Awesome, perfect. That's perfect because that means you are that much further ahead than most business owners on social media because 80% of US small businesses are not taking full advantage of all the business tools on social media platforms, especially on Facebook and Instagram. So guess what? You're 20% of those that have already taken those steps. So good job. If you are not a part of the 20%, even doing just those things I just talked about, we'll get you, we'll get you there. Wow. That's amazing. I have one more question to ask. I want to be mindful of your time. And I feel like I could go down the rabbit hole all day about this stuff. Of course it's social media. It is a rabbit hole. Oh my gosh. It really, really is. I asked about some paid advertising. We had talked about it previously and you had said for paid advertising to work on social media, the organic really needs to be there to back it up and propel the growth forward. And I have seen a common belief that we can just put up some Facebook ads and boom, they're done. And we're just going to have people climbing into our door, like wanting to work with us. And there are some people too, that aren't really ready for Facebook ads financially. And so that's not really happening just yet. What are some things that someone can implement now without the paid advertising to start the growth organically, as well as setting themselves up for success when they are ready for that paid advertising? Yeah. And please know that a lot of the things I've been talking about today are 100% organic. So first of all, you can monitor your organic content, your organic posts, the same way you can monitor your paid ads. So keep that in mind that that insight page or tab on Instagram and Facebook is really important because you can literally gauge your organic content the same way that you can your paid ad. So to begin, if you don't have a strategy in place or you want to tweak your strategy, just simply do the things that you need to do. And again, it's about progress. It's not about perfection. Plan your post topics write intentional posts with captions that match and gather those images or videos that match that. And it's really more about those engagement posts. So think connection and consideration, not salesy or promotion. So that's only 20% of your posts. You really should be focusing 80% of your posts on really growing that consideration and connection and write several of them at a time. If you just even take, you know, one post, like a behind the scenes, can you do four of those and then schedule those out for four weeks out? Take the next thing, you know, do motivational quotes that fit your industry or your business and do four of those. I mean, you literally can get, I mean, think about it. It's, I am not in the agreement that you need to be doing multiple feed posts a day. I think stories is a whole other topic that we probably could do on another podcast separately. But to keep your feeds filled with content that your ideal audience can go back to and see that you bring value to their lives, that's what's going to make them click through on your posts follow your accounts, and really then get to know, like, and trust you to then eventually be a customer, a paying customer, a client. So kind of putting yourself on a schedule and getting that done, and you can bang out posts pretty darn quick. Just taking just those engagement post ideas and just building those out, several of them at a time, and then going and scheduling them on the platforms. I always say direct to platform is best (laughs) because it works best with the algorithm because Facebook likes to see that you're posting directly to their platform and they have many different ways you can schedule direct to platform. And then you look at the insights on those posts, analyze the posts that are doing the best, and then repeat that type of post more for your next batch of posts. And then if you can take it one step further is engage with your business accounts. So, and you will progressively grow your accounts on social media, which progressively will direct your paying clients and customers to your website, to your email leads list, you know, eventually to your, to your cart, your checkout cards. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like writing down all the times, like, you know, swim lessons when you're not having to watch your kids. Like yes. when, oh my gosh, yes. when I can just go in and be like, okay, I got to go on Instagram <laughs> and block it out. Like five minutes. I'm going to do just my business accounts while you're sitting there at swimming lessons. I mean, those are the times, I mean, you know, the, another wonderful thing about this medium. And I really say, you know, businesses should embrace it. This is a free platform that is open to millions and millions of people embrace it like a business owner because we can because the platforms have allowed it to be free and open I mean with TV and radio and newspaper and all the traditional media that used to be out there you could never touch any of those platforms like you can now with social media so that's why it's it's I don't know if you can tell. It's such a passion of mine. Yes. It is such a passion to really share with business owners and entrepreneurs that this is a medium that you can control. Don't get sucked into the social side. Keep your social side of your social media account separate from your business accounts and dive full in as a business owner into these platforms. I love that. That is so, so valuable. Thank you so much for being here today and for your time. You are such a rock star and your insight is so valuable. Where can people learn more about you and what you do and learn even more like how to fix their social media um, like myself so that I can grow it? Yes, we of course are Rich Marketing on Facebook and Rich.Marketing on Instagram and you can find me there. I am very involved constantly on those platforms, probably a little bit more in the background in our social posts for business growth, Facebook group, and probably on the DM on Instagram. However, I do have a social content strategy guide with that also comes with a digital Trello planning calendar that can be used both on desktop and on your mobile device that go along with some of the training that we provide absolutely free. And I know Brooke has a special code for all of her listeners to be able to get that. I do. And that code will be in the show notes. So make sure to head on over to businessstraightup.com slash podcast. And we will get all of the information into the show notes because I will be using it as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karen, for being here today. And I seriously have a page of notes. I just learned so much. And I know that the listeners will be loving this episode. So thank you for your time. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I really hope that your audience was able to get some actionable items out of this and that they take action today. Definitely. I feel like we need like a little accountability group where I'm just going to be like, did you listen to Karen? Did you do it? Because I will need that too. Thank you so much for being here. And for any of the listeners that are like me listening to this, taking notes, and you're like, this was amazing. If you can head on over to iTunes and leave a review, I would so appreciate that. It gives us feedback on the type of guests that you want to learn from, the type of information that you need so that you can grow your business and really make a difference and impact the world in your unique way using your gifts. Also, if you know of someone that might need help in this area and they have told you that I just really don't even know what to do and you're like, this will help them, send it on over to them, share it with them so that we can uh, together help them out and figure out what they need in their business. And maybe they need some of Karen's social media stuff. Maybe they need some web stuff. Who knows? But we want to make sure that we are doing the best to help you grow your business. So have an amazing rest of your day. And as always, if there's anything that I can do to help you, head on over to the community at businessstraightup.com slash community. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to Business Straight Up. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Check out the show notes for this and all of the episodes at businessstraightuppodcast.com. And I can't wait to talk with you again. Have a great day.